the hard shoulder. All new Stoke. With the all new Nissan Juke. The coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Yes, it is that time of the week where we bring you the best of the box in the box office. John Fardy, Sue Murphy have joined me, as always, with their movie and TV selections. Uh, you're very welcome, both of you. Um, let's start, John, with your first movie selection, with Mank. Uh, take a quick listen. Mank. 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 This is Herman Mankiewicz, but where to call him Mank? Mankiewicz. Herman Mankiewicz, New York playwright and drama critic, turned humble screenwriter, Mr. Hearst. This is a business where the buyer gets nothing for his money but a memory. What he bought still belongs to the man who sold it. That's the real magic of the movies. Thunder, lightning, blood, fire, religion. Help! Someone save me! All in one film. All right, that is a, a clip from Mank. Tell us about it, John. So yes, this is on Netflix. It got a small cinema release in the States. It's Gary Oldman there playing the legendary screenwriter Herman Mank Mankovich. And the deal here is he was a successful screenwriter. He was quick-witted, enjoyed a drink or two. And this is called a Hollywood legend that Orson Welles came to him and asked him to co-write or write Citizen Kane which he did and it's all about the writing of Citizen Kane as you know Citizen Kane is often called the greatest movie ever made I'm not so sure about that but it kind of lampoons this guy William Hurst who is this paper magnet and also his kind of wife actress uh, who he married Marion Davis and in this movie Oldman plays Mank struggling to write uh, Citizen came while he's kind of laid up in bed and different people come in and out of his wheelhouse Marion Davis the aforementioned lady who married uh, William Hurst I know this sounds basically complicated but it's actually a very easy movie all about the writing of Citizen Kane and how much he kind of struggled with it how much Orson Welles gave him credit for writing it or not Amanda Seyfried played the Marion plays the Marion Davis character and she's this kind of Hollywood actress of the 30s who's about to be lampooned by this uh, movie that Manx's writing his brother Joseph L Mankiewicz was also this famous screenwriter and director who won Oscars and stuff he's in it as well and it's a real tale of like old Hollywood it's kind of a movie lover's movie, I'd say. It takes place yeah, in black and white. I was going to ask, is it, is it kind of for movie anoraks? No, movie I don't think about it is. A movie about what credit people get for making movies with movie stars playing other movie stars? <laughs> There's a tiny touch of that, but I think you can still enjoy it as a pretty entertaining okay. human drama about a struggling writer. And it, it's, what it shows really well is kind of how corrupt and horrible a place 1930s Hollywood was. And Gary Oldman is immense in it. He's one of the greatest living actors. He really is. Well, well let's put that to the test. Sue Murphy, can you enjoy this as a human drama? <laughs> I couldn't. And I, I know that, like, I love Fincher. I love the cast. I thought, I thought Amanda Seyfried is amazing in it. But I just couldn't connect with it. I didn't feel like it was the sum of its parts, if you know what I mean. It felt like it was great acting, great script, looked fantastic. But I was there going, I just can't really care about anyone in it. Like, I don't know if it's enjoyable, if that makes sense. Like, and it's really important for a film to be really enjoyable. And I, I thought Gary Oldman was good. And then outside of that, I was a bit, I was just no connection with it. All right. Okay. A distinct <laughs> thumbs down 
from sorry. Uh, Sue. Sorry, John. I'm uh, wrong though. Everyone else is right. I'm wrong. I, I'm sure. Well, I doubt you're wrong about your TV picks. So let's talk about that then. Uh, cr- crazy, not insane. <laughs> Tuesday, Sky Docs, 9 p.m. What's it about? Yeah, it was actually on last night, but you're able to get it on Now TV now, and it's still on the Skybox. And this is one of the better documentaries that's been going around. It, it was released earlier on this year. It's a HBO documentary, um, and it's Dr. Dorothy Lewis. I don't know if you know um, Mindhunter, the series that was yes. on uh, oh, Netflix. Brilliant. brilliant, but that kind of feel to it, this woman spent her entire career um, examining why people kill. And she started uh, She started lo- looking after children, basically trying to figure out why they became violent. And then that kind of graduated into becoming uh, defense witnesses in court for people who were killed. And she found that it, it really, as far as she was concerned in her research, it really wasn't a, um, a nature thing. It was definitely a nurture or something that had happened to a child in their childhood. So it could be a trauma or an accident, something that happened or abuse. And this generally led to somebody being a a serial killer. And there's lots of examples in this. I will say I watched about 40 minutes of it last night before I went to bed and watched the rest this morning. It is hard going. You're talking about like difficult cases. There's one particular child called Nancy who starts to discuss some of the abuse that she had gone through with her face is blurred out and she talks about the abuse that she suffered it is it isn't the easiest thing to watch and it kind of is a bit strange because she is very removed from it because she has to be because she's going through these in a kind of forensic clinical kind of way so it's it's a difficult watch in parts but it's such a such a good documentary i think anyone who liked mind hunter anyone who's into this kind of scientific explanation of why people kill, it, it will just be fascinating. It, it's lot top heavy in information, but very, very, very good. Okay, I will. I am going to watch that. There's a great yeah, podcast. Like uh, Dr. Julia Shaw, do you know her? She's this Canadian one and it's about uh, bad people or why do people, why do good people yeah. do bad things? And it's yeah. she's a psychologist and it's all about that. So look, I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. As Sue said, it's on uh, Now TV or it's on uh, the Sky Player. If you're with Sky, it's called Crazy Not Insane. Uh, John, your second movie pick uh, this week is A Girl from Mogadishu. Tell us about it. Yeah, so this is in cinemas this week. We wow. haven't said that in a few weeks. An actual cinema. Six to be said. Yeah, and there's a lot of new movies coming on stream, which is great to see. And this is an Irish-Belgian production, which might surprise you. It's a tough topic, but it, it, it's a pretty uh, important topic and a pretty inspiring movie all around. It's about a young girl uh, based on a true story. You can look her up, a remarkable young woman called Ifra Ahmed, who came to Ireland. I think she was about 16 and she was fleeing Somalia, the civil war, but also as it would later transpire, as we see in this movie, forced genitalia mutilation, uh, which was pretty rampant in Somalia at the time. And it's a powerful, harrowing story. She arrives in Ireland. She thinks she's going to Minnesota, where she has an aunt, but she uh, arrives in Ireland seeking asylum. No English with this trauma of all that's happened to her. And remarkably becomes one of the world's leading campaigners against uh, FGM. And the movie's kind of in two parts in that it details her horrific time in Somalia, all done in Somalis. And then the second part is kind of her finding her way and has great scenes, albeit them fictionalized. There are photos from the real world, you see that all this happened, but she's in the UN addressing all these people and campaigning. It's, it's really 
powerful. Uh, it, it's kind of review proof almost because th there's nothing to argue with in this movie. I mean, at sometimes you feel slightly they're trying to fit so much in in the story and maybe to be almost faithful to this lady's life and times that it, it becomes slightly episodic almost let's get this let's get this done but it's a really powerful watch one i imagine they should probably be showing in schools and things like that uh, wow. it, it, it's pretty inspiring and is, it, is it on general release when you say in cinemas yeah no it is i oh, don't great. know all the cinemas but it's 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 a big irish release it's, it's by mary mcguckie and that well-known irish director so and you know ireland's it seems like a strange thing to say but ireland's you know, dealing with refugees comes off quite well based on this one story alone. So right. uh, it's a powerful watch. A girl from Mogadishu uh, there on release in cinemas uh, this coming Friday. Uh, Sue, The Murder of Mary Goff, episode one. Talk to us about that. Yeah, it's it's actually part of a series called The Case I Can't Forget. I have to say, I just realised when I was going through these that my two picks for this week are very morbid and upsetting coming into Christmas. And this this definitely isn't an exception. It's I've seen the first episode of this, which does deal with Mary Goff's murder. And it it starts amazingly with the, the 999 message, uh, phone call that was delivered. And it's the detective who's kind of running through her case. And these detectives basically talk about different cases that affected them and that they spent years working on and that kind of formed their career and formed part of their opinions on people. And what I found absolutely unbelievable about it is when you're watching this, the, what they can recall from the case I mean this case was was 2001 and the detective who was looking after it um Pat Murray was his name he just forensically could remember so much information about this case and what had happened and it's a very tragic case she was 27 years of age her husband called said that she'd fall down fallen downstairs and died but of course when they looked into it there was there was something more to that and it, it kind of reveals itself over the course of the hour but really it's actually very very i think you'd be interested in this as well it's 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 very much along the lines of case file and those kind of things okay those kind of podcasts but it's just good like i've always thought that there was a big thing missing in terms of the the big cases in ireland where detectives talk about them and this is this i feel like this is the start of it like they're really delving into these cases and what they found at the scene what was the evidence what they looked at what happened afterwards and they do talk to the family and talk to friends so they, they kind of bring the victim to life as well it's it's upsetting. It definitely is upsetting, but it's it's very. It is a good watch. I really. I I don't want to say enjoy because I don't think you would enjoy yeah. something like that. But it's very very interesting. Very it sounds, interesting. It sounds fascinating. Pat Murray has been a guest actually on on the hard shoulder. When is it on? Sue? Yeah, it's on tonight on RT One at nine thirty five. And there's three episodes in the series. So Mary Goff is the first one. I'm not too sure of the other two cases, but I imagine they'll revive this again. All right. Listen tonight nine thirty five RTE One at television. Uh, John Saint Maud is your final movie pick. We've got a clip from it actually. Take a listen. Hi, Maud. Yes. Hi. It takes nothing special to mop up after the dying. You're prettier than the last one. But to save a soul, that's quite something. Bless Amanda's body and bless her mind, which is shrouded in darkness. When you pray, do you get a response? Oh, it's like he's physically in me. It's how he guides me. My little saviour. John, it sounds dark and disturbing. Kieran, 
It is. I'm starting to sound like Louis Armstrong. And I think to myself, yeah. It's funny, in this movie, actually, there is a voice from either heaven or hell that comes in about an hour through. And it's one of the scariest things I've heard or seen in a long time. What this is, is a character called Maud, who becomes a live-in carer for a terminally in ballet dancer. And we're, we get hints about Maud's past, something traumatic happened, but she's become incredibly devout. And she forms this strange relationship with this terminally ill dancer who's living kind of her last days and is having kind of sex fuel parties and drugs and all that kind of thing. And Maud is trying to rescue her. And then it kind of devolves into a really weird kind of relationship between the two of the them and Maud becomes increasingly unhinged it's fair to say this is a really good kind of psychological thriller and there are a few jolts and shocks in it like the one I mentioned there that really kind of work and in a way like on a more cerebral level it's kind of a study of religion and the benefits but also the harm devoutness can kind of do at times I, I really enjoyed this I have to say I saw it a while ago at this stage because it was prior to lockdown but it stayed with me ever since I think I saw it seven weeks ago but I've I've vivid memories of it it's it, it's a real chilling psychological thriller yeah but you'd recommend it definitely absolutely right. and it's in cinemas again I can say that wow okay girl, the girl from Ogadishu and St. Maud both in cinemas listen John and Sue thank you both uh, for all your picks at this week John Faraday presenter of Screen Time of course and off the balls Sue Murphy stay with us we'll have all your business news next Music